I don't know whether I'd have gone into the sailor's rest if I'd seen its proprietress. Before I saw the grimy card with its scrawled clerk wanted in the window. But perhaps I would. A man with less than a shilling in his pocket and little chance to add to that can't hesitate too much. Still, there was something about Mrs. Manifold. Something you could feel but hardly put into words. I never saw anyone so fat. Though she was a short woman, she weighed over 300 pounds. It was easy to understand why she preferred to keep to her own room on the fourth floor. A gable room. Mrs. Manifold. Oh, I can see her now. Her fat fingers. Her little tiny eyes. And I'm still frightened. Just of the memory of her. And to this day, I cannot abide the smell but Madeira wine. Biotechs. The new soak and pre-wash powder presents Beyond Midnight by Michael McCabe. Just soak. Just soak in biotech. Just soak. Just soak in biotech. Just soak. Just soak in biotech. If you have wondered how to get your washing really stain-free, understand this. Biotech removes the stains and dirt washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in biotech. Stains, grass stains, tiresome collar and cuff stains, ingrained dirt, soil and grime. Out they all come, and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Biotex with natural enzymes is the pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Use it for cotton, silks, woolen, synthetics. Use it to make new again. Soaking in Biotex removes the stains and dirt, but washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in biotech. <sighs> Ever been a clerk before, Mr. Robinson? No, but I can uh, read and write. I can add figures too if it comes to that. Mm. Plain to see you've had some schooling. Down on your luck, is it? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> In all that tremendous bulk, only her eyes seemed to move. There was no evidence that she breathed. No tremor disturbed her flesh. Clad in a dress of black silk satin. There was something horrible about her. Not in a bestial sense, but in a spiritual. I was afraid of her. Afraid of the house she kept. Even then. I can't help. Might not always be a nice one, Mr. Robinson. Rough lot, you might say, but... I mean, you wouldn't expect anything else of whopping now, would you? Or if somebody like 
Mrs. Ambrose Manifold. <laughs> well, don't worry about me, Mrs. Manifold. I can help me out. Perhaps. Perhaps we shall see, Mr. Robinson. Your duties will be simple. You know what an innkeeper's clerk must do, making sign the register, Mr. Robinson. Sometimes there's reason to avoid it. Once a week, you'll bring the register up to me. I wish to examine it. The money will be deposited every week to my account at the Brisley Bank, whenever and as soon as it collects to 50 pounds. I'm never at home to anyone. I only come down here once a week. Some weeks, I don't come down at all. I just stay up in my quarters. You can begin now. Mr. Robinson? Nobody. 
Mrs. Manifold's always singing, isn't it? You know, uh, see the man walk coming today, did you? Police, wasn't he? Yeah. You know then. Uh. Al. How'd you know where he was? Well, he told me. Always coming looking for people here, aren't they? On an average, once a fortnight, yeah. You see, sometimes people from here walk out and never come back. We have to store all their baggage against their return. And sometimes that doesn't happen. Things happen in folks. Things take place. Nobody never finds out. Robbery, sudden death, suicide sometimes. Don't go outside on foggy nights, Mr. Robinson. I wonder why Mrs. Manifold left Singapore to come to Wapi. Funny thing to do, leave a wonderful place like Singapore for Wapi. Ever been to Singapore? No. How'd you know it's wonderful then? Hey, tell me that then, hey? Ah. Well, that sounds wonderful, Singapore. So does Plum Pudding sound wonderful, the aim. Fills you up. Gives you wind, Plum Pudding does. Can't stand talking here all day. Neither can you. And so time passed at the sailor's arms. Why had Mrs. Manifold left Singapore to come to London? She made sly remarks, sometimes about her reduced station in life. Yet she need not have been in Wappy. Her balance at the bank was always written in five figures. In ready funds alone, she was worth as much as £50,000. Mr. Robinson. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Was you dreaming? Here, here. I forgot to tell you when you come here first. Mrs. Manifold says you aren't to drink wine. No wine in the house, she says. It's the rule of the sailor's rest. Wine she cannot abide. Well, I'm not much of a drinker. Does that mean I, I couldn't, even if I wanted to, bring No, out? no, not wine. Hail, yes. Oh, I see. Just whiskey, yes. Gin, if you like. Vermouth, certainly. Whatever you wishes. But no wine. In a Malayer out of Singapore. Name's Joshua Bennington. American? Born there. Spent most of my life in Singapore. Oh, Singapore, eh? Ever heard of Mrs. Ambrose Manifold? <laughs> heard of her? Heard? <laughs> Mister, there, there was a woman. Big enough for half a dozen women. Never been as good a house in Singapore since she lit out for parts unknown. Oh, well, why did she leave? Oh, who knows? 
Women don't do things sensible, mister. She was making money faster than they could spend it. Then Amby ran out on her, and she closed up her place, and off she went. Biggest thing I ever seen to drop out of sight like that. What happened to him? Ah, nobody knows that, mister. They didn't get along too well sometimes. Amby liked to drink, but he was a wine drinker in Singapore. He could get six stewed on wine faster than you could say Jack Robinson. Nobody knows how he ran out on her. Did, though. Took along the biggest cask of wine they had in the cellar, too. The way she watched him and all, he was sly and fast to get out, and with the wine, too. Nobody ever saw him go. With the cask of wine, he hauled out bold as brass. He'd made up his mind, mister, and so would you if you ever saw Mrs. Manifold. Well, uh, can you show me the room? Uh, certainly. Yeah. Oh, fattest thing I ever saw move. What should a man do with a woman as fat as that? Oh, man. Yes, yes. Come here, baby. Mr. Robinson. Well built with a brown beard, was he? From Singapore, too. Yes, that's right. Beard, brown, American. One night till midweek. Oh, too bad, too bad. Why didn't you let me know? Well, I had no idea you'd, you'd want to know. I mean, I bring the book up each week, but I didn't know that you'd want to. Oh, yes, true, true. Singapore, though. I'd like to have talked to him. I'd really like to have had a word or two with him. There was a strange expression in her eyes. Triumph, amusement, regret. All these are there. Or were they only reflections from my own imagination? It was difficult to tell with Mrs. Manifold. But the trembling in her great body continued for a long time. And I was anxious to get away. Out of that gable room. To escape the burden of her eyes. Three days later, something changed in that old inn. like a new man. It's a lovely day today. I thought you had flu. I took a grandpa headache powder and I'm world better. When colds and flu aren't about, grandpa headache powders are what you need. Grandpa headache powders work fast because they dissolve almost immediately. Grandpa makes all those dreadful flu symptoms disappear quickly. So, whenever you're in pain, get fast relief. Get grandpa headache powder. Ah, grandpa. Oh, darling, can't it look as though you're enjoying yourself? The party's great. Yes, it was until I ate. Well, take a Digel. I always keep some in my bag. But I already took an antacid. Oh, yes, darling. But Digel is much more than an antacid. Digel has double action. There's a layer of antacid plus a layer of tomefacin. 
It's the Semethicin that relieves that dreadful bloated feeling. Here, try a Digel. Like they say, when you eat too well, demand Digel. Good evening, sir. Uh, number seven left, sir. Will it be for the uh, night or longer? No, no. Uh, it's a wet night, sir. Mm. Uh, third floor back, sir. Uh, last door. It, it's standing open. Mrs. Manifold, uh, you you told me if we ever got anybody else from Singapore. Come in. Let me see. And then she saw. Her dark-skinned face went pale, and if she trembled before, she shook now. Great, obscene shaking animating that mass of flesh. Seems to be the same name as your own. What you like? Well, short, small man with a limp. Benefit. In number seven, just under you. I want to see him. Now? Now, Mr. Robinson. I went down the stairs and knocked on the door of number seven. There was no answer. I tried the door and it was open. I went in after calling his name. He wasn't there. The room was empty. Empty, that is, of human occupation. But it was alive with the rich headiness of wine. A sickening sweetness, cloying and repelling. There was no sign that the bed had been touched. I returned to Mrs. Manifold. Well, I, I can't find him. I, I tried his room, but he's gone. Mr. Robinson, have you been drinking... No. No, the, the smell comes from... Uh, um, well, well, it's from him. He's been drinking. Madeira, I think, or something just about as heavy. Sweet port. Or... Listen. Hmm? What? You hear someone singing, Mr. Robinson? I can't say that you. It goes like this. Oh, the captain in the brick lads. The first mate's brains are blown. We'll sail the seven seas, lads, and make them all our own. No. Let me know when you see him again, Mr. Robinson. Uh, and Mr. Robinson, get that smell of wine out of this house. But I couldn't get rid of the wine smell. Open all the doors and windows as I would, I couldn't get that smell out. There seemed nothing to do but live with it. Had I seen Mr. Manifold? Yes. I saw him. I talked with him. Didn't I? 
He signed the register. Ambrose Manifold, late of Singapore, out in Madeira, didn't he? Mrs. Manifold wasn't the same. More terrible. Well, there's no jokes now. I mean, when I take the book up to her to read, I mean, I mean, not not that there ever were jokes. Just a sort of, sort of sly humour. Oh, she's sly. these footsteps she's hearing. You know what I think? Footsteps? Yeah, you know what I think? What what kind of footsteps? You know what I think? I think she's gone off her head. I reckon she's lost her bacon. Footsteps? She hears them. All the time, she says. What? I mean, I mean is, is there someone walking about? I mean, somebody making them, the, the steps? Her mind's diseased. Completely diseased. Who knows whether anyone's making steps or not? No one. She's too fat. That's what it is, Mr. Robinson. When a soul reaches her weight, it's a strain on the heart. And all the blood rushes right up into the head and... Mrs. Manifold had changed. There was a greater furtiveness about her, an unmistakable grimness. Every time I looked at her, I couldn't help myself thinking of death and in fear of death. Being with her for any length of time at all was, was the most horrible because she, she kept catching her breath and listening. And there was nothing to listen to. Or was there? Shh. Listen. What is it, Mrs. Manifold? Nothing. Mr. Robinson, I wish you'd do your job properly and rid this house of the wine smell. I've tried, Mrs. Manifold. I'm afraid it's not possible. Not possible? No. No, I'm afraid you'll have to take the whole place to pieces. Strip the wallpaper of the walls, even. Well, and even then, I... Reminds me of my late husband, you see. And the wine? Always the wine, never tending to business. That was Ambrose, and the women, too, never could leave them alone. I gave him wine more than he could drink. <laughs> well, that be all, Mrs. Manifold. What? Oh, yes. Don't forget the book next week, and if somebody comes from Singapore... Yes, yes, of course. She told me about her husband and his weakness for women a score of times. She told it in exactly the same words, never varying. Like she was like a, a mechanical gnome that knows one combination of words and one only. She was always listening. I can still hear her voice complain about the stench of wine, the nauseating sweetness of that cloying odour brought into the sailor's rest on that fateful night of fog. One night, I woke out of my sleep and the smell of wine was thick enough to choke me.
Mr. Robinson? Mr. Robinson? Yes? Yes, Robinson. Just a minute. Come here. Did you hear it? You heard it, did you? What's up? What do you reckon's up then, Mr. Robinson? Well, they're up there, eh? Well, let's, let's go and see Mrs. Manifold? Mrs. Manifold, Mrs. Oh. Mrs. Manifold was dead, choked to death. She lay there on the floor with a black satin dress ripped down one side and a white flesh poking out from the tear. All over the room was a smell of sweet wine, so thick that it seemed there was no air left. Only that sickening smell. And there was something else, too. Something that shouldn't have been. Something nobody could explain. There were bones scattered in the room. Human bones. A man's bones. And sharp, deep marks in Mrs. Manifold's throat where she'd been choked. And pieces of cloth in a battered old hat that I'd seen once before on a night when the fog was yellow and the light at the desk of the sailor's rest. There was nothing Scotland Yard could say to explain all that. Well, there, there was nothing to tell them that Mrs. Manifold had killed her husband and put his body in that cask of wine and had it carried far out to sea. Waited, perhaps, to sink until time and the tide carried it far from Singapore just as whatever it was that came into the sailor's rest that foggy night, put it down in the register. Ambrose Manifold, late of Singapore, out of Madeira. wondered how to get your washing really stain-free, understand this. Biotex removes the stains and dirt washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Stains, grass stains, tiresome collar and cup stains, ingrain dirt, soil and grime. Out they all come and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Biotex with natural enzymes is the pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Use it for cotton, silks, woolens, synthetics. Use it to make new again. Soaking in Biotex removes the stains and dirt, but washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Beyond Midnight is presented every Friday night at half past nine by Biotex, the new soak and pre-wash powder. The program is adapted for broadcasting and produced by Michael McCabe.